When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to the grim darkness of the 41st millennium. I'm Inquisitor Temperance Price, keeper of the Inquisition's Black Library, and this is the second volume in a report on the Valentine Heresy, an actual play podcast set in the Genesis adaptation of Warhammer 40K's Dark Heresy RPG. This report features Game Master Ryan Laplante and players Tom McGee as Interrogator Nero Abagnale, Laura Elizabeth as Piper Fairley, Tyler Hewitt as Seth Corbin, and Del Borovic as Sister Olien Mina. My report shows that the Inquisitorial Band were caught unawares in an ambush. As the rest of the band scrambled to defend themselves, two Eldari appeared to Nero, quickly disposed of the threats to him, and then delivered a cryptic message seemingly addressing him as Count Cornos. Will the band really give up on the whole Count Cornos thing as per Nero's orders? Find out next in this episode of The Valentine Heresy. From an audio recording of Fabius Bile. Any fortification can be broken open, yet they still insist on fortifying. Perturaba's legion of fools. Flesh breaks and iron rusts. Only ideas live forever. And ideas won't survive in a cage, even a gilded one. His lesson <laughs> is true, but that does not stop the Dominion Omnium Protohive from much more strengthly and strongly fortifying your position. Uh, some of this you'll have negotiation on, and some of this you won't, based on this assault happening. Uh, there would be an Arbites response from an assault on an inquisitorial known building, and this would also be a time where the houses would push to be able to have their security both in the building and on the roof. Some of these, I don't want us to spend a whole week dealing with the political ramifications of this, so some of these are just going to be questions where you can make those decisions. Um you would have Chaser Bo-Katan offer to leave a squad of enforcers if you wanted to have them either in your halls or on the roof. Uh, or you could allow the houses to do it. Uh, they would do everything in triplicate so they'd all have equal amounts of access, but they'd all also be able to keep an eye on each other because you're where they're inter-hostile. You would get more protection and better weapons with them, but worse reliability in terms of yeah. shadiness. Whereas the enforcers, you can kind of get a little more done with. What would you want to do? My vote would be for the enforcers because we are actively investigating the three houses. <laughs> like, yeah, I would fair. vote for the people not currently trying to blackmail us. <laughs> mm. Okay, great. So what we'll say is there's now a squad of 10 enforcers, uh, including uh, mounted last cannon on the roof of the Bolter Express. Uh, the PDF has also volunteered uh, ongoing flyover mm. of the city and other areas. They've got fighters that are now patrolling now that they're aware that this can happen. It's interesting for all of you to notice the juxtaposition of public shows of force versus private threats, which is they all, as the houses, absolutely would kill you for a dollar. But the moment somebody fucks with an institution in a visible way, the whole system starts acting the way you would expect them to when it comes to the Inquisition. Uh, Invictus was shocked. He burst into your room about three minutes after combat was over, but with a melt-a-gun ready to just throw down, like just heavily overarmed. He almost shot probably <laughs> Seth. The Seth came out of your room. Like just almost got melted by Invictus, but then that <laughs> calmed down. Um, the big result of this whole thing is... Uh, 
higher security. You all got a little less sleep. However, you did get a chance to talk with Ignatius Ironforth. Uh, he does have a Recessatrix set up on the third floor. He managed to get one brought over. Uh, as you realize he's had a parade of servitors bringing things over in other vehicles. He was a very high-ranking Magos, but you managed to sneak him out of a job he didn't want. So the moment you said you were Inquisition, he's like, I'm theirs, and just loaded all his shit into your building. He's also taken over the second floor just because he needed more space. But there is a Recessatrix that one of you could use over this night. So the difference is on an average night's rest, you would normally regain one health. And a Recessatrix, you regain three. So which of your party do you put in the Recessatrix? I'd say your strong options are either <laughs> Seth or Nero, but Nero is the interrogator, so Nero, if he wants it, gets it. No, right. um, Nero would, despite wanting the painful fast version for Seth, he would still want Seth to be alive because all of this cloak and dagger shit is like, Beyond for a very paranoid man, Nero is not good at this paranoia piece because he's just discovered the world is a lie. So um, I think I like Nero would would I think actually order um, uh, because I think he would expect resistance from Mina. I feel like Piper would care very little either way, but like I think he would issue this as an order to make sure there wasn't any resistance and just be like, "Yeah, Seth, listen, um, I uh, kind of got shot." Um, which hurt, but you kind of got your, uh, you kind of got dead. So, um, I think maybe you should take a, you want to take a little, little ride in the, the fix machine. I don't like spending my nights in a chamber. I cannot escape given how last night went, but if you're ordering me to climb into the chamber, I will. Yeah. Perfect. Listen. Then come with me. Uh, and Ignatius <laughs> Ironforth will just like he in a very robotic way with his weird chattering teeth just swoops like wraps an arm around both sides of you, and then he anti grabs just a little bit higher so he can lift your feet off the floor, and you're just getting dragged out the door to go. Uh, Mechanicus, he's not really interested in the nicer things. You said you'd do it, so you go down and spend the night in the Recessatrix. For the rest of the party, you all regain one lost health point. Cool. Uh, or one wound or however we want to say that, but you regain one. Uh, and your your strain uh, is collectively filled. Once more, it is back to your maximum strain. Uh, for Seth, you regain three. Okay. And your strain is filled again, though you've got your lower threshold now that you have uh, your, your new augmentic lungs. Uh, when you wake up, uh, the scene is pretty much the same. Uh, you do get a verbal report from Chasener Bokatan. It comes through uh, Voxcast to you using inquisitorial ident codes. So you can open that up, and he's like, "Well, you know, we got a bunch of fucking local talent, for lack of a better term. I don't know. They're not house affiliated. They all came from the PDF. Uh, the pilot I ain't got shit on because that fucker burned up. But the three you got." basically deserters and low lives. I don't know how they got brought over. There's no trace on that ship, which is fucked because it did not come from on planet and it did not technically fly into this system. So big old question marks there. I'm going to keep on deep diving and I'll keep an eye out for that count Cornos. Don't you worry. Uh, yeah, listen, uh, uh, Chasener, you're doing a great job. First of all, I really want to thank you for, for everything you've been doing for us. Uh, I know I feel a lot safer that I won't get shot. Uh, with with you on our side here, um, if you could do me a favor, uh, I'm going to need you to pause the Count Cornos bit for for just just a little bit. We've got some very uh, uh, deep inquisitorial stuff going on, and honestly, if he was a guy, you know, if he was just a guy on one of these planets, I mean, you'd already know about him, right? 
you you know all these low lives you'd know about them so let, let's just cool it on on uh the count let's just call him for now and uh we'll, we'll let you know if we need that but thank you thank you you're doing a great job okay quick question just to make sure we're clear now is this one of those things where you want me to look into it but just not write the name down because we could choose a code name like i uh godric kevka that guy just died somewhere so i can use that name or yeah. uh cassius luna uh, listen, I, 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 I love where your head's at Chasener, but no, this is actually, uh, and, and honestly, I, I appreciate that you would, you would think that of us, that that means a lot and it, it shows how well, you know, what we're doing here, but, uh, no, in this case, this is a, let's just leave it be for now. Um, let us do some investigating, but if we pick it back up, um, sure. Uh, what, what was that second one? Uh, Cassius Luna, Cassius Luna. Yeah. Listen, um, if I ask you about our friend Cassius Luna, uh, if you could uh, look into the Luna family, their count dumb and uh, such, that would be great. But till then, let's just, uh, you know, I, I think your mystery ship, that's a pretty good one to unravel and uh, one we're all a little bit concerned about. But also, listen, I don't want to step here. I know you and uh, the sister here, uh, uh, you guys have talked more uh, than we have. And I know you've talked to Piper. So, like, I'll, I'll leave you to it. But um, I just want to say thank you again. It's It's really nice to have someone we can rely on here. I appreciate the kind words. I got your whole back. Boris, we got to shut down fucking Team Kornos. It's done. Get away from the computer. Delete that shit. I will, uh, and he just breaks off the, and, the convo. And I'll just go to the broken window that I'm sure is like, you know, plast sealed over. And I'll literally just lean against it and whisper, hey, listen, um, I, I told them to back off, but uh, it's going to take them a few minutes. I'm real sorry they did all that yelling. Um, so if you could uh, just give us a little bit of time to call. We're cooling it. We're cooling it. Uh, we're all cool here. We're all cool here. Um, okay, thanks. Thanks again. Thank you. And then I'll just back away from the window. I've never turned my back to that window since because I assume there was a Spider-Man outside at all times. The Spider-Man concern is very high for me. Yeah, yeah. I will say outside your windows now, there are refractor fields that have been set up temporarily. They're powered from Ignatius's floor, but the idea is nobody's going to get in through the windows again. I've heard that before. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's, yeah, again, will that stop Aeldari? He doesn't know that. Um, which leads into the other big concern that came from the night before, which is why I just want to deal with those reports before we dive into the new day, which is Invictus returning uh, with the report for you, Seth. Uh, he'd be ready right away. I don't think Invictus sleeps very much would be what you would guess having met him. Uh, it doesn't seem like anything about the man or his physicality is normal. Uh, I will have you roll for this instead of me. Um, okay. Let's do three yellow, two green. I'm going to say three purple for difficulty plus I'll give you a boost because with Piper's excellent recall, she actually got the first two lines of something complete, which makes it easier to search in a database than if it was just pulling phrases and trying to find the book. Right. Okay. Or whatever. Uh, one success, four advantages. One success, four advantages. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he, uh, he comes into your room. I think he's not going to hide anywhere else. He just, comes putters in opens the door as though he has his own key you get the sense he has an inquisitorial ultra key somewhere so no one can keep him out of rooms and he walks <laughs> through the living room ignoring everybody else eating and walks into your room seth and starts talking to you while you're asleep because he's completely oblivious to other people's emotional states and he's like, yes you need to wake up so i can tell you what i discovered about count cornos so i spent 
I spent the night in like a Vita chamber, right? Yeah, but I imagine, okay. you know, so like toweling goo off of me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, toweling yeah. goo. Or he waited until you went upstairs and maybe tried to catch a moment of actual sleep not covered in goo. And right, that's okay. when he burst in. You got okay. some options. I forgot about the recessive tricks, though, I'll admit. So <laughs> right. thank you okay. for that. No, no problem. But yeah, yeah, goo. He, he won't even wait till you're out. You're detoweling yourself out, still trapped in the tube, and he'll talk to you there so you can't leave. <laughs> Yes, oak have corners. I was doing some research in the black library. I got distant access, which is very exciting. And it turns out, from what I can find, preliminary findings, of course, this is a whole land of Eldari myth. But we have a small portion of what is known as the myth of Cornos and Isabella. It's been translated to Gothic, which apparently makes it somewhat wishy-washy in its quality because Aeldari is A, a fancy language, and B, includes, I don't know, dance and special facial expressions to understand the words. But here are the first passages I could find. Young Count Kornos, the one-eyed knight, with vorpal blades the darkness did fight. Blind to the past with danger ahead, a creature launched forth and his father made dead. Riding forth to the woods to slay this foul beast? Ellipsis. That's all I've got. But it's what I have found. Uh, the A.L. Dari. Huh. I assume you would have told him the A.L. Dari came last night, Nero, or would that be uh, your team secret? I don't know if I've been made aware of I don't that. think we've... I, I, I feel like... That's um, all like it's kind of a Nero question. Because yeah. if Nero told oh, everybody, sorry, nobody I, knows. Sorry. I don't know. No, no, no. no, no. I, I, I agree. You're right. But I also agree with, with Tyler. Like, I would have told everybody, but I don't know if that would have happened before. Um, Seth actually, got recessed. You know what? It probably would have because I feel like Ignatius wouldn't show up immediately in the violent scene. He would come after. So yes, I, I think I would have told everyone if we if we did have a moment to do it. Um, similar to what I just whispered out the window, it would have been kind of like, um, hey, yeah. So uh, uh, Eldari came in. Uh, they're really scary and very murderies, and they uh, they asked politely after killing the guys that were trying to kill you, but thought I was you, which is insulting for different reasons. But uh, yeah, they said to back off the Kornos thing. So if we could just cool it on that so they don't come back here and fucking kill us all, that would be really great, you know? Okay, and so I'll, I will have left it at that because I feel like that Ignatius burst in the door. And- so that's what Seth knows. And he's like, yeah, so where the ale daddy somehow involved. Wait, is this sorry, Ignatius or in, in oh, sorry. Invictus? Invictus. This is Invictus, okay. but I was referring to Ignatius because he's the one who walked in robot armed to like get Mechanicus Seth, Seth out. To okay, the cool. So I feel like okay. I literally finished like, don't you go talking about it? And then boom, Mechanicus <laughs> comes in, picks him up. And is like, all right, off we go. And I was like, well, it's Seth. He'll <laughs> okay, figure it gotcha. out in the tube. So are the A.L. Darius somehow involved in your mission? Uh, he asks. From outside the tube, you cannot get out of. Uh, even being this close to him would make you uncomfortable, Seth. Okay. Um, uh, uh, how clearly can I communicate with him on the inside of this thing? I think it's muffled a la... Yeah, okay. Sorry, not I think. It is. It's muffled, like uh, talking through glass or okay. underwater, but you can still hear him clearly and he can still hear you. You just have to talk louder than normal from inside the tube to be heard. Okay. Um, Seth will say, uh, I don't know what it means yet. Continue your investigation. I need to know the entire Kornos and Isabella story. Interesting. I will dive deeper into my research and return to you with findings in future. What there can be, I will require assistance and we'll see what those 
idiots at the library are all doing. I don't understand what's going on. He's just <laughs> out the door and, and gone again. It seems like he's frustrated by anything that is not working exactly the way he wants. Uh, unsurprising Seth for an Inquisitor. Just releases a breath that he was unaware he was holding as that guy gets further and further out of range. Thanks for supporting the Fable and Folly Network. Here's another show we know you'll love. Every day in the nice little Canadian town of Beaver Mount, Ontario is pretty much the same. Folks are polite, there's a hockey game that evening, and someone gets brutally murdered. Sorry About the Murder, a very Canadian murder mystery podcast. New episodes weekly. Listen to season one now by typing Sorry About the Murder into your favorite podcast app. Ah, bello! Hey, it's Del. I just wanted to say thank you so much for listening to The Valentine Heresy. And if you are so inclined, we at Dum Dums and Dice have a Patreon. It's patreon.com slash dumdumdice. There's tiers from $1 to $25 a month, which gets you super cool stuff and also helps support creatives like us. Uh, specifically us, you know, doing this stuff. For just $1 a month, you can join our Discord, which is for patrons only, but you gain access to it forever. You can come hang out with us and talk about 40k and share your models and be super nerdy because honestly, we're all super nerdy there. So if you feel so inclined and would like to support the shows, come on over and join us. Uh, it's patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. That's right. Just type it, type it in the search bar, uh, patreon.com slash dumdumdice. And we'll see you over there. Thanks. And just to make sure that I'm tracking this correctly, uh, we saw Eldari at play in the Colosseum as well, right? You saw, so there's two different kinds of Eldari. There's the Eldari and there's the dark Eldari. So the dark versions are the tortury evil okay. ones. Eldari, these are the the classier, tragic, fallen, alien versions of things. Decadent, but hopeful, mercurial. Half the time their their interests are aligned with humans. Half the time they're manipulating them to betray them in furtherance of their own goals. The dark Eldari are in, in it for pain and self-worth. The Eldari are a race that is at its twilight of existence and are trying to eke it out moving forwards. So dark, we're in the Colosseum, and... Yeah, I think classic. Aren't they called Drukari now? Yeah, the, the Drukari are the the dark, dark Eldar. Yeah, okay. okay. The Drukari. So uh, imagine if you were like the chaos fueled evil version of Space Marines, and then the good Space Marines. This is the the Eldar split of the Drukari. You're right. I don't even think they're called Dark Eldar. That's just my Dr- fucking brain. Yeah, sure. no, Drukari. it's they changed it. Yeah, no, you're right. They're Dark Eldar and Eldar. Do you know what? Cleveland, somebody gave they have a TV me show, from, the Drukari. <laughs> Patreon the name Drew Carius to try to fit Drew Carey into space. And fuck you, Games Workshop did it. So it's coming it's up. It's already there. <laughs> well, the chaos gods don't matter. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, they, so you would know that there are two, those are two different factions, Seth. Okay. Um, okay. This last, the, the fact that the Eldari are involved at all is weird. And the fact that it's linked with um, their mythology is also strange. So they're coming through our radios, they're protecting our operatives. Yeah, 
gotta gotta know what this story's about. Um, yeah, yeah. So Invictus will continue his research, uh, and the next time, not today, because there's going to be more time for you to figure things out. But the next time you get to either have a chat, either tonight, depending on when you get back, or uh, the following morning, we'll be able to do another roll for him to find more information through the the Black Library. Okay. Now. Seth is toweled off and returned to the room. Everyone has been able to re-gear up. If you had any clothing or items that were damaged, those have been repaired overnight. Ignatius is a walking forge. So whatever gear you have that may have been dinged up or needed additional maintenance, you now have an official Mechanicus presence who can do that for you. So consider it all sparkling uh, and, and shiny. Uh, in terms of clothing, I think your traditional clothing would still be fine. I don't think anybody had any crazy damage to their clothing. Seth's armor was the thing they got blasted to, but we've established he has a replacement. Piper was uninjured. Nero was shot, but in his special body glove. So I think having one bullet-sized hole in a body glove does not negate its value. Uh, I, it's I, armored throughout. Yeah, realistically, I would almost take that as like being shot while wearing a bulletproof vest where it's like the impact. It, it redistributed the actual last blast, but it still fucking hurts. It still does because I'm a squishy boy. Yeah. Um, I think I would I would get um, Ignatius to rework uh, my uh, axe arm thing um, realizing I, I might get combat shivved um, a little bit easier than than I thought. Um, I think I'd basically um, get him to rework it so it's like a, um, I forget the actual name, but basically like a nightstick. So rather than um, an active, like aggressive weapon, just kind of like mechanically rebuild it so it's more like just something I can block and hit with. Um, I think we can just keep the stats as is. It's just like I won't. I think the term is a tonfa. I think, and I looked it, it up, tonfa. and that correct. looks correct. So yep. yeah, so it'll be a, a permanent tonfa that you can spin out when you need to use, or spin back into yeah, the wrist great. pieces you go. Love it because I think I've realized guys with swords, like I, again, it's like handing me a broadsword. Like I'm not going to be able to use it. I can carry it, but like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. In terms of your ongoing story things that you are aware of. Uh, you have confirmed that Gazi Cologne matches the genetic sample that you had, and you have confirmed now that Lucia Bain matches the genetic sample that you have because Nero ran that test. So those two have been confirmed to be who they claim they are by genetic test. You still don't have results for Roberto Vance or for uh, Krungus Marcus. In terms of the promises you have made, Piper has to blind someone at some point, but that won't affect your ongoing adventure here. Uh, at least not your research at this point. Uh, Seth, you have promised to do something in future, but again, not affecting you right now. The one thing that you do need to factor into your expectations, if you want to, because that's really up to Mina, A, would she remember, but she did tell the group that she did this, so that's why I'm reminding you. If it had just been her remembering, I wouldn't have given you the hint. We'd see how it plays out. Uh, but she has promised to deliver information on another house to House Marcus before the next competition. So Before the next competition. what you want okay. to deliver is up to you, but you need to deliver that. It is the morning. Uh, the heist you all discover on the news to much satisfaction. You also have access to Imperial Records, so you'll get a rough rundown. The heist happens tonight. So you have a morning section of preparation, and you have an afternoon section of preparation, and then you go into the heist. The heist itself is a much fetid experience. It is considered one of the classiest of possible optional activities to decide a new governor. How the heist <laughs> functions is... F-E-T-I-D or F-E-T-E-D? F-E-T-E-D. <laughs> uh, -E -E it's not I the poopiest. So. <laughs> so figure out what your plan is. You can make it whatever you need to. Um, Had to check. How it functions is 
The entire night begins at a celebration, a ball. There is a, a fancy dinner where all of the houses attend, the major players politically attend, and the competitors attend. Then an item has been placed inside a safe at the center of a warehouse down the street with a variety of defenses that have been set up by various Imperial servants and other teams. There are heist teams from each house. So in this case, there will be four heist teams, you or the agents you choose and the other heist teams. Uh, Whoever steals the item and gets it back to the party and gives it to the current governor wins. Okay. So the big steps are to identify the defenses, to identify the other heist teams that are going in, and to try to figure out where you can, of all the options you can imagine from, I mean, a million shows have done this, including Brooklyn Nine-Nine. It's like, do you try to fake the item? Do you try to <laughs> be the best thief? Do you try to ambush another team before they get it back? The options are open to you right now. You have one round of mourning, which I will give you one kind of task each that you want to carry out in terms of research, the same in the afternoon. Hmm. And, and we still have one favor that we can ask of yes. one you, of the, you, the groups. You have an ace in the hole where you will be able to ask for a favor that cannot be refused of one of the major governing bodies of the world. Uh, no one else has used their favor that you're aware of at this point. Mm. And Seth, worth flagging, you also have your tracker and yeah. voice thing uh, with uh, attached to Lucia Bain. I will say you could spend your morning or afternoon reviewing what's been recorded. I think that's what I want to do. I want to see what she's planning to do regarding the heist. Um, for your information, uh, regarding the information you may or may not provide me, uh, picked flies are uh, better at picking up video than they are at picking up audio. Okay. Great. And let me tell you about the tracking device. Uh, it indicates the direction and distance to the marker so long as it remains within range. Within one kilometer, the signal will remain strong. And even out to two kilometers, the signal will read properly so long as there isn't a large amount of stone or metal between the marker and the tracker. Um, yeah. Okay. So, so she may just kind of blip off depending on where she goes or something like that. Great. Can you roll me a perception? That's just yeah. cunning. Uh, your Auspex adds what? Two boost? Yeah. I will say cut that down to one and we'll allow that for the fly. I'm going to okay. say your pick fly will take off from where it is on your target to then position themselves to kind of track somebody. Otherwise, you would have to – I don't see you with a remote like flying no, it around. No. You, I think yeah. it's smart enough that it can, it can land wherever it is. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's roll a perception. I will say difficulty two. This is more like it, it works. The system works. You paid the price to get it in place. This is just what quality do you get out of it? Uh, I will add one setback because there is a lot of footage to cover. There's always a chance that you will over the yep. course of having to review 12 hours of footage, miss a conversation, or something could be audio and not video. Okay. Um, great. Okay. So I'm just reviewing, I think, probably off of my data slate. I roll two advantages. Two advantages. What you see from the video confirms what you got with the tracker. Lucia Bain went back to her apartments immediately and stayed in her suite 
mm-hmm. having a variety of meetings. Uh, your tracker, unfortunately, went with the dress when she changed out of it into a more kind of comfortable blue, uh, almost velour kind of uh, track suit uh, around her apartments. She had a variety of meetings and a variety of calls. Interestingly enough, you did see that she had a meeting with a representative from the Imperial Navy, and they left looking pissed off. And that's all I'm going to tell. That's what you get for your advantage. Um, If you'd had a success, you may have been able to overhear things, but it seems like your tracker, due to the amount of stone built into the house of House Bane, Mm -hmm. was not able to send audio as well as video. However, it is still active. Okay. So I will say in future... Uh, we will add an additional setback, so just make a note on those rolls because of the thickness of the walls that's interfering with audio transmissions. But you can go back to that well and try to draw more information or observe more in future. You'll okay. only get what happens in her bedroom uh, okay. and, and her kind of home suite because the fly isn't smart enough to follow her around her and building. That, that tracks with the device, yeah, how it works. Uh, but if you get another meeting with her in her space, you could recollect it as well if you wanted right. to. Okay. Um May I um, look into this message that I received in the dead of night uh, moments before an attack on my data slate? Um, yeah, of course. Uh, how do you want to look into it? Um, is this something that I could put a more tech-savvy person like uh, Ignatius on to yes, trace I would say that kind of message? Let's put it on Ignatius, and he can get it to you by end of day. It'll okay, take him so, some time amongst his yeah. other duties, but it'll give you something that'll be actively looking into that. Okay. Um, he, you know, I need, I need a little time to do it because it turns out this is under several layers of encryption, plus it's a hack, and I need to not just figure out where the hack came from, but I have to move beyond that to discover who is the operative trying to hide they are. And usually there's at least three or four identities between them and the solution, but I can get this for you if you give me time. Also, how are your lungs? I had to fix a guy for bait. It's a weird day. It's a weird day. Ha, 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 ha. It's so nice to be in the Inquisition. I don't have time to answer all of those questions. Uh, You just let me know when you have something on this. (laughs) And I like tap the data slate. (laughs) I'll do so. But you should consider learning binary. It makes these whole conversations so much easier. Isn't that right, B711? And a servitor just goes, and he goes, back to it. He's like, we just wrote a play. (laughs) Yes, well, blah, blah to you as well. Uh, That meant nothing. Goodbye. (laughs) And he goes back to work. So that'll be your morning. Um, you've, you've assigned Ignatius's task, and you've discovered that something is going on with Lucia Bain and the Navy. Piper, what is your plan for your morning? What do you want to look into or do to try to enhance your team's experience? I guess we'll say morning will be research, afternoon will be doing, then heist. That feels right. Um, I can also come back to you if you want a second longer to think. Um, yeah, come back to me. Nero, as the decisive leader, I'm going to force to go first. <laughs> what uh, what are you planning on researching in the morning? Uh, you also have access to Abacus, so it doesn't mean it has to be something directly in your wheelhouse. Yeah. Um, honestly, I think the only so Nero again, his his strength isn't in in a lot of these these individual um, tasks or skill sets, but. Um, he usually, I think, uh, a lot of his job is uh, almost mop up, like looking for the details that would go unnoticed or un 
like this is shitty uh, shitty analogy but like in an oceans 11 movie he's the guy who's like okay but could we train a guy to break dance through the lasers and steal it before the quest even begins like he just doesn't he he doesn't ever feel like he could win so he's, he's more inclined to see if there's a way around it so um i think my interest is going to be um in the history of the heists i feel like this is a classy event it's one that people clearly enjoy um, I take your Brooklyn Nine-Nine Halloween heist thing to heart where like these things are, are likely spoken of, particularly by the people who don't participate, who are just at the ball, who just get to like witness like, oh, I know there's a heist going on around me. Um, I think he wants to learn that because honestly, the only thing he can think to do right now is try and delay people from getting to Gazi. So he just wants to know what the ball is like the entire time the heists are going on elsewhere, because I think that's the piece he suspects he might not even be able to control but if he knows that he'll at least have some sense of what the end of this looks like um so i guess for that is there i think abacus could help you with this because that feels okay. like local history so i think we can give him we can give you a nice big skill boost for this right, uh you, you'll be you'll be the one using abacus so other people will have to use their own skills or or other stuff if that's fair um yeah, I also feel like Abacus's usefulness would decrease depending on how active the thing needs to be. So something like, you know, hack the historical records makes sense to me. But like, get us a gunship. It's like, I can't. Oh, yeah. Do yeah, that. there's straight up shit he can't do. I just mean yep. he's academic, so you can't have full power Abacus. It, no, 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 absolutely. Question yeah. in a row. Uh, for you, it will be um, four yellow and a green. Okay. Versus difficulty two. I'm going to add two setback just because he's not from the system as mm -hmm, a native, mm -hmm. but he is very good at coming through records and finding the truth, even within propagandized versions of events. Cool. Uh, yeah, I dig that. I don't think I have any boost to offer this. This is really a, I can think of the idea, but I can't help you execute it. <laughs> uh, I think I, I will argue that you can have one boost because you're only interested in what happens at the ball at the end. You're not interested mm -hmm. in the whole heist, so he's just got to track what's like the last stretch sure. of them, and that feels like it would cut down on his searching. Cool. Um, yeah, and I mean, even just like make idle conversation with the enforcers to be like, this is clearly a disaster, right? You guys hate this? And try and get like those little like added mm -hmm. details, which I think, okay, great, love it. Rolling away. Uh, interesting. Six advantage, one failure. Hmm. So the, the interesting thing about this whole thing is there's only so much that people learn and then they don't record it. They don't want to record how people won the previous heists because they don't want to give away how people have pulled it off. From what I can tell in the records, there's a, a large number of them that appear to be somehow related to – I can't remember whether this guy's British or not. This is fucking killing me. Um, <laughs> no, I think you're in the right zone. Yeah. Uh, Maybe, I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, Abacus. Uh, listen, I, I, I have, I'm getting a I bad sheet with everyone's dialect on it except Abacus. Fuck me, uh, uh, Abacus. Listen, I, I just want to warn you. Uh, your your voice is coming through a little little garbled. Um, it just sounds maybe it's the same, maybe it's different. I can't hear it either way. So I think you're doing a great job, and great. I really I, appreciate you and the voices you do, Abacus. I'm recording of his British question mark. Uh, <laughs> hang on, let me let me turn the British filter up. Yeah, there you go. Oh, yes, there we go. So, uh, thank this you. Is what, I, what I think I've learned about this this whole thing is uh, a number of them have lost right at the end. There's been a surprise at the ball. It is a 
popular tactic, but it is not the favorite with the citizens. They always want to see the heist be the most exciting thing. They try to videotape it, but of course, moving around the cameras is part of the whole heist. So the end of the ball could be dramatic. Uh, the one things I, there, there are a few things I can tell you for sure, and these are peripheral to what you're interested in, but they are very interesting. One, any team can kill any member of any other team. There is the possibility of just massacring the opponents at some point, at any point, before it starts. The teams have to be announced the morning of, so you are all unfortunately locked in. You could have hired gladiators for gladiators, but this is you. Uh, the, the prize has to be delivered to the governor, which is not actually Gazi. The governor... Rancid. That's what I meant. Rancid, yep. Yes. Yep. Sorry, I meant Rancid. Yep. No, no, no. But th this may be more useful for you because Rancid can't really move around on his own, which means you could move Rancid. <laughs> there are well, options. yes, that was rather. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry, sorry. I got the oh. dial for the British on my end too. Yeah. No, that. Uh, that's kind of where my head was at, Abacus. You know, that's. Uh, that's what one of the things you always told us is always look for look for the angle, right? Yes, yes. And at the ball, you, you will all get a chance to see the teams. They are celebrated, so you will know who the competition is. If you don't find it before, then you'll know at that ball, these are the teams. Obviously, people change appearance, people change outfits, people have their own active plans going in, but that is the amount they know beforehand. You're not going in totally blind, even if you just walk in with nothing. All right, that's uh, that's really helpful, uh, Abacus. Thank you. Hey, listen, uh, Westall gotcha uh, before you go. Um, has uh, as Inquisitor Billingberg sent any more word for us? Nothing direct. I believe he trusts you to continue what you're doing, but I can patch you through today if you need to at some point. And like, just a smile spreads across Nero's face, and be like, "Yeah, that uh, that'd be real good." Unless it's like our one call, you know. I, I don't want to bug him, but um, yeah, I think it might be worth a. Uh, if, if he's if he's willing, if he's around, worth a chat. I'll put through a request, and I'm sure he'll be willing to speak to you and the whole team and have a quick discussion, perhaps around midday. Yeah, yeah, I got an afternoon free. I'll pencil you in. Thanks. Thanks, that's great. Hey, uh, Abacus, I, I appreciate you. Thanks for that. Oh, thank you. Thank you. That's very kind, very kind. Uh, and then he putters off, uh, and, and the, the link breaks. Mina. Yep. What is, what is your research? What do you want to know about this morning of the heist? Well, I think Mina's main thing she was focused on is like knowing she has to make that promise to that guy, to Marcus, Krungus Marcus, and needing to put that research through. So I think in the morning she was just like, yes, Seth said he'd work on that with me. And then she looks for him everywhere and he's nowhere. <laughs> so she just has to go in the corner with a pile of papers <laughs> that, that were sent from the governor originally and just like try and find anything about the the what the other house that we don't like there's Ronaldo. marcus which is krungus or there's vance, vance. there's roberto, vance. Yeah, roberto, roberto vance. vance there you go this is great she's already off to a great start she remembers <laughs> the name and everything so i think right. she's going to look for some research on on vance to give to marcus because seth left her up a creek <laughs> All right, so you were trying to determine things about House Vance uh, in general that might be weaknesses or about the heist specifically? I think she would not know to be specific about the heist and just be like, in general, something that she can throw him a bone that would help because he wants it today. It's got to get done or else we have another target on her back. So Great. 
So let's find out uh, what that is. Uh, what are you specifically looking at? When you're looking at the records on a house, especially as expansive as they are here, you're essentially looking at the records of the United States of America. And right. you have all of the documents on the history of the United States yes. of America. Yes. Only when you want a deep dive, you really can. You have access yeah. to all the redacted stuff unless they've hidden it. You have access to all of the budgets. You have access to all of the personnel files. The, the stuff we would never get as citizens, you yes. have. Yeah. What elements of their house do you want to look at? All I you know about Krungus Marcus at this point is kind of personally, big, dumb, wants to be governor, mm -hmm. weirdly pushy and overconfident. Yeah, I think it's going to be a, a split between some of the most recent stuff about this specific Vance house person, like the, the main house. And then also if if she can find anything that's like secrets, like even if they're really, really old, things that had been covered up, random, something blackmailable, like, that won't affect them at all, but will make him happy, you know? Okay. All right, we got a couple of options here, and I, I, I'm i tempted to give you something really nice, but that doesn't really seem in the spirit of the system. <laughs> um, Man. Okay, perception would be an option, which would be okay. just fishing through at random and seeing what pops up and feels valuable. Just your ability okay. to perceive something and spot the value in it and deep dive in. Streetwise is your ability to spot things that you know would be useful in those circumstances, mm -hmm. which I think is interesting. I would also take vigilance. Vigilance is just you're going to try to absorb as much information as you can and project something that you think would be useful after that. I right. think those three are the most realistic that you can choose between for this. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, because of the records that you have, I will give you the choice between two boost or an auto success, and you could add which you choose based on the fact that you have the records. That's a good question. So the, the funny thing is, all the options you gave me are exactly the same. They're just two. So <laughs> Okay, I don't... Here's the thing. I don't think you choose something that you're obviously bad at to do this. So I am going to go with my bullshit then. And it's because I like you, Mina. I like <laughs> Mina and I like this idea. It's because the emperor is smiling down upon her from all of the bullshit she's been put through so far. Uh, I'm going to limit your search a little bit, but it'll help you be more accurate. I'm going okay. to say that you are going to be fo focused entirely on um, the military and weaponized aspects of House Vance. Uh, but I will allow you to use your melee light stat. Uh, to represent what you know and the training you have had as an ecclesiastical warrior. You've okay. actually been involved in the administration and been inside military organizations and see how they work, especially if they're based out of um, established bodies. Well, I, I, will, I will push back on you on that because the thing is... <laughs> I, she, she has been in training for that, but she hasn't actually... She's... I feel like she has fooled all of you because she is not actually a sister of battle. She was trained and did not make it. So, she, but I will say that if I could use this, I have a scholastic lore because actually her job was being a paper pusher and going Perfect. rifling through documents. So she knows how to look at documents because yeah, that's yeah. what and she did nice. for five think, years. Yeah, more, more <laughs> what I meant isn't she's the baddest ass in the world, but just she's existed in that world. So she'll know shit that stands out that doesn't math out from the paper side of that kind of business. Right, right, right. You don't need this many personnel carriers relative to the number of staff in this building. So yeah, totally. let's... You know the paperwork of war. <laughs> yes. uh, and let's let's use uh, Mealy Light for that. Or, sorry, Scholastic Lore. We'll use that. Yes, yes. Okay, so that is... Difficulty that is will be three 
harder than nothing, but you do have most of the documents that you would need to actually find anything you're looking for. Uh, do you want to add two boost or one automatic success? Oh, gosh. I would like one automatic success. Great. And then could I use a story point? Absolutely, you can. Okay. And so will I. So. Oh, boy. Okay. So this is a, it's hmm. a pretty pretty even split. So I'm looking at... I'm looking at one green, two yellow, two purple, one red, one automatic success. Let's see what happens. Oh, Mina, please. <sighs> Three successes, four threats. <laughs> hmm. Interesting. Okay. This is fun. <laughs> this is what happens when Seth is not around to help. Thanks. Thanks, buddy. Thank you. <laughs> Great. You're welcome. <laughs> is all you hear from Seth inside his room, where he is currently reviewing pick fly footage. Uh, let me just confirm yep. one thing. So I, I just, I feel out. like she probably, the first time she went, he was like downstairs <laughs> talking to Ign Ignatius. And then the next time she's like, keeps knocking on his door and he just won't answer. <laughs> yeah. What you discover about House Vance is an interesting and useful secret. House Vance, uh, because they have such identifiable skin and they have issues with the sun because of that, they're almost alabaster, like marble pale. Uh, they don't engage in a lot of space travel, so the space travel side of business, because they can't do exposure to the raw sun without receiving significant damage. And they don't do a lot of the surface work, which has contributed to their military, which is the militarized side of House Vance traditionally is mercenary heavy, more hiring outsiders, bringing them in and keeping them on the payroll, not in the sense of like we hired you for a job and you go, mm -hmm. but just in the sense of they've hired uh, mercenary companies on a regular basis to act as their forces. And that's been one of their big selling points is like, we know mining, we're not worried about the war side of things. Uh, which it turns out is absolute horseshit. Based on the amount of money they've been spending internally, there is no question that they actually have uh, a cadre of pretty deadly, well-trained warriors who are specifically kitted out, much like the Navy ratings are kitted out to be able to wipe out people inside a spaceship without blowing holes in the walls. They are shock troops designed to storm mines and other prom facilities without setting them on fire. It would be the most hostile of hostile takeovers. You're seeing the majority are stub-based uh, stub weapons. So it's no lasers because those things would create too much heat. They've got a significant amount of R&D money that appears to have been put into creating rounds that do not fragment or do not spark, trying to create kind of accelerant-free weapons. And with their Mechanicus contacts, you think there is a chance that they've got a working uh, coil rifle, which is a rifle where the round is sped up through a ring of magnets. This is a true thing, but I just find it really fascinating. But sped up through a ring of magnets. So it is silent, but they can approach, you know, hundreds of meters per second or massive force through them. And with some Mechanicus backing, it's not a huge force worth, but there is a nasty strike force hidden somewhere that Vance could unleash at some point to take over somewhere in an undeniably effective way where essentially the other side would only be able to fight with knives without risking blowing themselves up. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You discover interesting. that. The problem is that while you're doing that, you trip an alarm inside House Vance. 
because you'd started on paper documents, like you'd think. And then you had to go into the files. And then you followed chains that led accidentally through the firewall and into house vans, where you used governor's access codes, thinking you were safe, not realizing that he gave you everything, including access to his lower level hackers files. So an alarm starts playing from the data slate in your hand. Uh, and your data slate starts ringing, and you see it as a call from Roberto Vance. What do you do? <laughs> Hang up. It starts ringing again. Oh, no. Just just ch- flipping it over, declining the call. <laughs> <laughs> Can we block this call? I'll just, just like- yell, Mina, I'm, I'm trying to have a conversation with Abacus. We're dealing with some accent filtering. Can you just, can you answer it for Horace's sake? Come on. Come on. Oh, boy. Spell slam my door. Yeah. <laughs> Piper just, like, Horace. Yep. All right. I guess she has to answer this. Um, hello. What the absolute fuck do you think you're doing, Cologne? You have the wrong number. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what? You think I'm fucking dumb? You're inside my major files and you're using governor override codes, which, by the way, aren't supposed to do this. So now I know you're fucking hacking in to my fucking house. I am going to rip your fucking bollocks off and then I'm going to fucking feast on your entrails. You realise this is as you were a fucking Cold War. You and me, Cologne versus fucking Vance. You tell your boss, <laughs> dead. I'm going to fucking off him. It's going to be the fucking end for you and your fucking little weasel fucking analysts. Oh, okay. I will make a note of it and pass that on. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> Can you roll me a deception? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, this is beautiful. Where is deception? Oh, yes. On this chart that I have not anything. Great. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Difficulty? Yeah. Uh, four. Hmm. All right. It would cost you a strain, but this is your thing over the whole morning, so that would recover anyway, so we won't okay. worry about it. All right. Um, we don't have any story points, points left. Uh, you do. Oh, you we do. have one. Okay. So do I. Okay. You got, th- you got three, <laughs> you don't you? upgrade yours, too? Yeah, yeah. Spend them both ways. All right, great, great. We're having a good time. <laughs> uh, I will say uh, two boost <gasps> for the fact that you are using um, access codes and an identity that would come from within the Cologne network. Uh, ah, man, one setback. I'm going to give you sure. one. Thank you. Because I think uh, your response is so ballsy, it actually would sound <laughs> like a hacker if it was a certain kind of hacker, just <laughs> pretending this was like a customer service call. Uh, but he is also pretty savvy. Okay. All right. So this is the shakedown is one green, one yellow, three purple, one red, two boost, one setback. Yeah. All right. Oh, oh, one success, one triumph, four threats. Wow. <laughs> hey. He doesn't call back. And you feel with a great, great satisfaction at your core that you have pulled this off. And you can see in his network, as you are booted out, that he is already sending messages to declare a new subtle Cold War against House Cologne, which feels like a big dodge for your team. (laughs) Until 
Mina, you remember that you're working for House Cologne. And the oh, uh, easiest way to strike at House Cologne is to kill their heist team. This episode of the Valentine Heresy features Tom McGee at McGeeTD on Twitter as Interrogator Nero Abignale, Laura Hamstra at EL Hamstring on Twitter as Piper Fairley, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter as Seth Corbin, Del Borvik at Deltastic on Twitter as Sister Olian Mina, and our Game Master Ryan Laplante at the Ryan Laplante on Twitter. This episode was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra, and the Valentine Heresy's artwork was created by Del Borvik at delborvik.com, D-E-L-B-O-R-O-V-I-C. Our theme song is The Hordes by Megan McDuffie, and our ads use the tracks No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R, available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are at dumdumdice, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. We have merchandise available at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice. And most importantly, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. Ave Imperator, and death to all the heretics. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christian Manicola, the half-blind prophet. Christopher Little, Sue One, George Dolby. One True Artistry, Orion Birchfield. Lord Abradovic, Noel Lewis, Scott Garland, Anthony Griffin, Benjamin V, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Cade Peters, Richard Cranium, Anna Zed, Eric Williams, Logan, Fire Unfriendly, Acrix, Cameron Ezel, Grandma Likes D&D, Alan, Austin Nut Powers Fry, Stabby Stranger, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Modes of thought in Interran literature. Second year classics, Harvard University. Seven years ago, a Chinese military sub accidentally went down in the Pacific Ocean. Turns out, the sub fell smack in front of a gigantic three-sided pyramid in the ruins of what we now call Dark City. This Interran lit class. Seems like there's a lot of debate about it. Legally, I cannot stop you from teaching this class, but I strongly advise that you- What? You know what, if you want to tank your reputation, that's on you. You don't believe a word I say about Antara, right? You're right. I do not believe Antara exists. I need to know. Is it real? You came all the way to China to find out? Okay, everyone, get out right now. Now, Raquel, what the hell are you doing? I'm gonna cut my hand, and you're all gonna feel it. Ow! See? I told you. Modes of thought in Interran literature, an audio drama produced by Wolf at the Door Studios. For more information, please visit WLFDR.com.